0: I can do this all day Tear down this wall <laughs> <laughs> Languages have flavor to me Because new language to me is like tasting a new wine Were words of great J.R.R. R. Tolkien He loved words He loved a very essence of written character and its structure As long time philologist, he went from reconstructing unrecorded old German language to the very act of inventing one. Through our daily life, we take words for granted, and language is a simple tool of communicating. But through his works and life, Tolkien reminded us of the importance and the weight of the word, written or spoken, had on us then and will always have. Sulad Melon or Hello. Everyone, hello my friends on Sindarin. Oh, and Luca, how ya doing? Uh, I'm doing great, excellent, uh,
1: as a matter of fact. Uh, very excited to speak about some languages and reconstruct the words and its meanings with uh, works of uh, Mr. Tolkien. I believe mm, Tolkien, it's very interesting like that Men uh, man like Tolkien was such a fan of, he was a fan of words, like, it's almost weird for me to say because like you said in that intro, Like, we we take words and and language for granted. Like, it's something... Obviously, we are communicating every day and uh, we are are cool with it, you know. Uh, We take it really for granted. But uh, he was really... uh, Like, studying him and his works before and, you know, during the research for this episode. Like, uh, I found him and listened to him speak about certain languages like Welsh and Finnish, which is quite remarkable because he was... Like he was speaking about them not as these these tools for communication, but as these real, like real, I don't know, things that connect us uh, in certain way, like a bridge between humans. And uh, he spoke about a beauty of, of of words they possess and and how they sound. It, it was really, it was really, you know. Different kind of experience for me to hear someone being so passionate about uh, uh, languages and uh, just the general, like uh, things that when I used to learn about these things in school, they were boring to me. But listening to this about now, reconstructing those things and and how languages are complicating and uh, in, in terms essence of our own culture is truly magnificent.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that he he was into this old uh, English, old German languages. Also, he he can be considered to be the old Norse uh, professional in the expert in this field. And his poem, you know, he he didn't just study these languages; he he was uh, r- writing on them. And he has a few poems on English uh, on uh, languages that he invented, like Elvish languages Quenya and Sindarin, that are most used in his Middle Earth. Uh, works but uh, there's also a poem called bagma bloma i believe it's called that way it's flower of the trees and it, it it might be the first original work written in the gothic language in over a millennium and you know and when you hear over a millennium it's so long period that nobody has uh, used this language and you, and you just ask yourself why and you know uh yeah I agree but th- th- that's like, listen,
1: Tolkien's works, especially Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and Silmarillion, like, you, these works have been studied by fans, reconstructed, uh, analyzed, themed, fucked, I don't know, like, everything. Like, you can go on the internet and you can find thousands of YouTube videos, thousands of literary works, all on the, the thematics and explanations of, of his works uh works on on the hobbit and uh, lord of the rings especially and it's quite marvelous that we can still talk about it and like it doesn't get it doesn't get stale because it's so interesting like it's so broad in in in, in that terms so, and like you said that uh, writing that uh poem in gothic uh, languages uh, I think like he said in, in one video short video that I watched um uh, He said, like, uh, which is very interesting. Um, It's something I do, which interests me in in that manner. He said, like, interests me. I'm interested in new languages. Even inventing and writing new languages when he was speaking about uh, Elvish language. Uh, But I'm not... I don't want people to be overly obsessed about it. Like, and he said in his accent, like, I don't want to sit in bars speaking Elvish with chaps. And uh, it's quite it's ironic because you have literally like you have clubs on the internet and in real life and, and forums and yearly conventions with people coming down. Uh, everybody knows like Elvish languages and they dissecting it and write poems in it and even getting married uh, by, in the Elvish. It's crazy, you know? So it was quite interesting to hear him like, That he didn't want people to be sort of overanalyzing it, but but it turned out
0: to be something else completely. Yeah, well, the new language hasn't been formed in the ages, expect Esperanto, maybe. And you know, it's fun for people to to use it like in new form. Of course, the Elvish languages will never be used as the official form of communication, I believe. And uh, to shame that Tolkien wasn't alive to see how much English has changed since the day he was a professor on Oxford, and as his students said, he could turn a lecture room into a mid hall. that's a fan fact for you all, and you know, what would he say if he just uh, get, got up from his grave and, and, and hear the youth, us, uh, how we talk, he, he he would go back immediately, you know. Uh, yeah, but, but,
1: but the one thing that's quite interesting to me, and uh, on the previous note, like I said, <laughs> clubs and everything, uh, like a phantom of Tolkien's work, so to speak. Like um, I read the Hobbit, I read the Lord of the Rings, uh, but I don't. Uh, I think I'm not like genius on it. I'm not like analyst. We on know it. who is. Uh, yeah, I don't. I know uh, because when I see, go on the internet like i see these people that are scholars they have phd yeah. works in in fucking like uh hobbit middle earth like even though i read them i feel like i feel like i'm uneducated an, an you know and uh, every time i go on the internet i see some new facts some new work uh, about extensive work of tolkien and i'm i'm like yeah but i i just read two books you know and i like them. <laughs> so whatever i speak whenever i speak about the lord or the hobbit I always say, like, uh, take it easy on me because I don't know all the connections with everything with Silmarillion and uh, with every Elvish family and whatever word in every language means. So uh, it's quite crazy how he, he created this world and it started with languages which we're going to talk about, but created this world that people are even today so obsessed about.
0: Well, regarding that Elvish bloodlines and everything, it's complicated, but you'll know in a few months or so, when I make you read the Silmarillion (laughs) and reading these Tolkien works, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tolkien. I've read a lot of books from Tolkien and, I'm really enjoying it. It, It's it's unparalleled world building in any of uh, books that anyone can create. Even the Game of Thrones, the Harry Potter and uh, similar books to uh, Narnia, uh, similar books to the Middle Earth franchise. But, you know, they don't have what the Tolkien has. You know, it's so, uh, it has history, it has geography, it has its freaking language. And, uh, but, you know, I'm reading it, but I, I never bothered too much about uh, understanding that Sindarin or Quenya language and everything. Uh, I just read it like some word and then I, I swap the page to see what it means. And it was that. Yeah. But
1: uh, that's what I was talking about. Like when I say, uh, when I say this guy said in, in the movie, something on Elvish and some, some. I don't know, someone's going to come to me and... Well, that's not exactly Elvish. That's the language of this fucker that yeah. this race uses. You know, you know, I'm like... I'm not that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the quite the, the, the most phenomenal facts of all is... Uh, and you're going to correct me if I'm wrong on this. He... Uh, did he create Elvish language before he even started uh, uh, writing... Lord of the Rings or, or Hobbit uh, did he uh, in essence create a language before he started to build this world uh, was it that that I read did I read it correct
0: Hey, you read it correct and you said earlier he, he started creating his own words when he was a teen and he has these uh, notebooks of his diaries where he would just put some uh, r- random stuff you know and when, when he died there was so much of his work that was uh, unfinished uh, unfinished tales, so it's called, it, of Tolkien. And uh, Christopher later took his works and, and he tried to to replicate them to finish them. And most of them he did, but there there's so much of these papers that are unorganized, unknown uh, to anyone except the Tolkien and you know you know now when Christopher is gone. I doubt that we will have anything so much groundbreaking except, except the rip offs of the uh, current uh, works, you know. And yes, there's this uh, popular uh, meme uh, this motherfucker first created the language and felt like he needs a book for it, yeah. the world. And yes, that's true. And now, when you know, I'm trying to write some fantasy book, you know, and I'm uh, non- uh, non-stop, uh, I'm searching for new ideas how to invent the words for places, for people, for races, uh, for uh, random things in this universe, you know. And I just go through Latin, Greek, or some languages, even our native language, Montenegrin and try to mix it up on some ways, but still be recognizable. And I just think in a few times, oh I wish if Tolkien was here to, to give me advice or two. Uh, yeah, quite, quite a complicated job, but uh,
1: uh, it, it looks to me like I seen him on the YouTube like uh, write the the, the elvish, uh, which reminded me, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this. Uh, it, it reminded me personally when he writes it, it looks like sort of Arabic. Uh, from, uh, you know, sort of like writing for, from Arab language. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me that maybe I'm completely wrong and there is some, p- perhaps, Tolkien scholar to say, <laughs> like, this is not it, but uh, just kind of want to throw that in there. But uh, I found an interesting quote, and this what I was uh, talking about. Uh, the invention of languages is the foundation. The stories were made rather to provide the world for the languages than the reverse. To me, a name comes first and the story follows. And that kind of connects to that, what we were speaking. Like, first created the language. Like, he was like, no, I I can't write a story (laughs) before I actually... And how many authors can do that, honestly? And how many authors will will bother even to say, like, no, no, no. How can I be honest (laughs) with this world building when I don't even have... than speaking different language than English or whatever you know so quite amazing
0: yeah I believe that the first language that Tolkien invented by himself was actually called nafarin and I don't know how it spells uh, pronounced uh, correctly and uh, you mentioned that it seems like Arabic when you see this inscription or the in the uh, on the one ring and uh, this media, uh, in this in the media of talking language it's always this uh fine art these lines like calligraphy you know yeah, yeah. and this uh, often the dots are uh, on the letters are changed with the stars if you yeah. have noticed that you know and uh, Tolkien was also a fan of the norse uh, uh, mythology. uh mythology and everything and uh, I think also when you see the runes and everything, it, it has a little bit of it. You know that uh, famous JRR Tolkien logo of R J uh, and two R's. Yeah. It, it looks like and T, uh, It looks like rune. Uh, yeah, that, that's an
1: interesting. I haven't thought about it that way. Um, but in the works, like uh, not to mention other works besides the the, the Middle Earth universe, but. Uh, uh when we we're thinking about the uh, the hobbit and the lord of the rings uh you know uh, one funny meme that i came uh, across uh, there was that language of dwarves i don't know exactly how it's called something starting with k i i can't pronounce it correctly in english probably uh so i'm not gonna say it but there was like uh there was like a quote from the, the the lord of the rings yeah they have their own language but they are keeping it uh, secret and somebody on the reddit wrote like uh, he didn't have enough uh, time in his life to create another one <laughs> so it's quite interesting uh, uh, but it, it's crazy that he didn't even i listened to an interview he did with bbc and he said like i didn't even finish elvish yeah. like <laughs> it's crazy you know how complicated it is to Write a fucking language. We are evolving our language for millenniums. And this fucker writes it during his lifetime. Not clearly finishes it, but writes it. Amazing.
0: Yeah, that secret and private language of the dwarves was called Kuzdul. Yeah, and
1: uh, again, you you have languages that form through centuries, even millenniums. Still now yeah to, to this day you know that's why they say latin is the dead language like mm-hmm. not not because nobody speaks it but because it ended its formation it ended its evolution a- and when you think about it languages always evolve and it takes like i said centuries millenniums and here comes this guy and he says like give me some years like a decade two and i'm going to i'm going to write it like a language and not some throw some words like you have you've seen it in the other uh, uh, pop culture like you see fictional languages so to speak but they're always like making some gibberish which is fine of course like who, who has the time to create a fucking language again again but you have like they create some words and some gibberish and you know they go they go with it uh, with the flow but <laughs> but this is like it has grammar rules it has like a word for everything it has its it has its even uh, origin from a language like other languages have, you know. It's kind of crazy when you think it's so complex.
0: Yeah, and when you see it in the other uh, movies, in other medias, it's always just a sentence or two. For example, uh, DC Comics uh, for their magic words, they just uh, spell it backwards, you know, for the spells. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, for Tolkien... and when you see, it's also some sign of the respect when the fans today, they took those, those uh, grammar rules you said that he invented, that this vocabulary, and everything, and, and they're continuing his legacy, you know? What he fin- he didn't finish, these forums and clubs will. <laughs> yeah, and I respect, I respect
1: the hustle, you know? Like, it, it, it takes a certain love and a passion for something. a yeah, good hobby. Yeah, like, to, to be... To follow this same book and, and research it like f- for decades is amazing. But uh, one thing that also interests me, like I think I don't, I'm not sure uh, on this, but is there like uh, I think maybe from did Star Trek create uh, that language Klingon? Uh, yeah, Klingon. I'm not uh, huge on Star Trek, but I, I think it's it's uh, maybe it's uh, that language is also like. In better form of other, but I don't, I don't know on top of my head any other languages that were with that kind of passion and work uh, done in the fiction. Uh, honestly, do do you know any, or is that it? Well, Sindarin, Quendal,
0: Quenya, like Street of Mordor, and yeah, I, I just can't think of Klingon, and that's just because of the. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, because Leonard uh, and uh, Sheldon would use it often, you know, yeah. and he and his contest to find a girl on the uh, Klingon, but
1: but it uh, sounds better. It sounds really yeah, badass. yeah.
0: And I think maybe because maybe even Klingon is more popular than Sindarin and Quenya, yeah, you know. And uh, but uh, for me, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know from the you know fandoms that I follow, but perhaps there is something. Uh, but what I want to talk about as well is. Sorry for interrupting, but you know what would be a good opportunity yeah. when Tolkien was in war. You know, he was he was in he was a soldier. If he just uh, has given the draft of his uh, language to the uh, military leaders, <laughs> his time like this, yeah. the code language, we would win that war pretty earlier. Yeah. Uh,
1: and what I want to talk about is as well, like, uh, and I'm going to throw a controversial one out there. Uh, I'm a fan of Hobbit. Hobbit is uh, a much better book in my. I enjoyed much better than uh, Lord of the Rings, for example. And uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, I, I enjoyed as well. But you know, one thing that I always was a problem for me reading them because I'm that kind of a reader. Tolkien's way of storytelling uh, in language. Not just the language, not like now we're speaking language like Elvish. No, just the language he tells the story. You know, um, I never could. Uh, I liked it in the way of storytelling, but when he uses dialogue between characters, I honestly needed a lot of time to to sort of like get used to it. And to this day, I, I, it's still I don't like it because like it's over the top. It's like a kind of theatrical. Uh, but um, to some point, it is an epic story, and I understand why it is being used. But I could, it always slowed down things for me. Uh, do, do you have that feeling? I know you're a huge fan. What do you think about the, the relation between dialogue and, and uh, storytelling? Does that use of that kind of language suits
0: you? Because to me, it doesn't suit very well. Yeah, you know, what could be said with uh, hey man, for Tolkien is strangers of distant lands, friends of old, welcome. You know, (laughs) that's the equivalent. And But, you know, yeah, it can be difficult with, uh, with that manner of speaking, of writing uh, sometimes, Ex- especially because you read that books uh, translated into our language yeah. and maybe the translator wasn't that good. Maybe English, on English it's more fluent, more natural and everything, you know. And uh, when you read that book, for me, this is for me. When I read the sentences like that, and you know, it, it gives out the vibe of that time, to yeah, be yeah. exact, because you know, y- you imagine these people w- would actually say that and that, and not some other vari- variant, like for example, I started this uh, of the Hey Man. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and, yeah, it's sometimes complicated, but it just gives birth to this uh, to this storytelling uh, to ideas you have in head uh, yeah and i think i
1: think that uh, also comes from his uh, his love for the fairy tales you know that kind of uh, speaking and everything because you know there's that uh, scene in the, in the lord where uh, aragorn and, uh, and uh, you know gimli and legolas they meet with the uh, rohan riders you know and they Like, every fucker there is like, yeah, I'm Aragorn's son of this, and this is Gimli's son of this, and this is Legolas this, and and until everybody introduces, I'm already like, oh my god. (laughs) Uh, But again, that's, I think, I found that in the fairy tale, like, uh, inspiration, which Tolkien fairly used, you know, um, there's that, like, kind of over-the-top theatrical thing, and as you said, translated to our language is much different, uh, but, but... I got used to it, it's just in the telling of the story, I like it much better, like when uh, Aragorn tells the story of Beren and Lúthien uh, in the Lord first book, I like it there, like I like how the story goes when he tells it, and how battles, he tells battles how they go, but just in the dialogue, that's kind of off.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, you know where it gets complicated because Tolkien, he uh, uh, he loves this way of speaking where he introduces a lot of characters. And his books, especially Silmarillion*, has a lot of characters, a lot of places, a lot of connections between them. Of all, and all are similar. And you know when he constantly uh, says things like this, son of this, son of that, son of that. You know, it, it gets into your head easier. But like you said, in the dialogue, it's it it doesn't go smoothly. But for the storytelling, it's the uh, for in my opinion the best way to storytell the fantasy book is that way. And you talked about uh, the, it's too theatrical, you know. But you know, if you asked his students, uh, they would say that he was actually a drama queen. He loved I oh, loved the dramatics.
1: Uh, yeah, but listening to him speak, he very. Uh, I heard somewhere the fact, I'm not 100% sure on this, didn't confirm it, but someone wrote on the internet that um, uh, Ian McKellen based uh, his, Gandalf's way of speaking on the way Tolkien spe- mm-hmm. spoke. And I could see that because when he speaks, as not perhaps this is easier for the native speakers of English. Like when he speaks, I can understand about 60, 70% some words I kind of miss because he he had a very interesting dialect and the way of speaking, but it kind of it sounded very sophisticated, yeah. which matches that image of this philologist that was just a, a master of word and penning them, you know.
0: Well, for the end, I believe we would fail
1: his exam. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was never uh, good with words anyway. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i good with the speaking, but not in eloquent way, you know, sophisticated and too much cursing. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, I would take the course uh, from Mr. Tolkien as well. 100%. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted. And we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us and subscribe us and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!